0: This is Living Proof Radio May 2024. All of our full episodes are available on our Patreon with weekly drops, a Patreon only radio show, and Living Proof magazine delivered to your house every issue, as well as our entire members only library backlog. Patreon.com slash Living Proof New York. Yo, what's up, people? Today on the show we got Sifu and we had a really good conversation, so I think you guys are going to like it. But before we start, I want to say two things, one of which is we got uh, us here at the podcast, you know, we're a three-man team, two people on the mics, one person editing, and we just have immense gratitude, infinite gratitude, unexplainable gratitude to everybody who's been hitting us up, everybody who's been commenting, everybody who downloads each episode, Um, you know, anyone who supports in any way, we got a lot of love for you because, you know. We're learning as we go along and we're trying our best. So if you got criticisms and anything you got to say that you think could help us improve, you know, shoot us a DM because we got open minds and open ears. And I pretty much read all the DMs, so we're I'm open to constantly improving. Two blank slaps. They're a sticker company out of Brooklyn, New York, and you should one hundred percent check them out. If you're trying to get your name out there and you're trying to, you know, have a somewhat lasting impression if that's even possible in this game. You should definitely think about using blank slabs because, you know, they're stickers and they don't, they're very hard to take off. For those of you who don't know what eggshell stickers are, they're stickers that once you put them on something, they're very, very difficult to take off. They break off into a million little pieces when you start trying you have to scrape them off and you have to sit there pretty much with a scraper or a razor blade to take them off and even then a lot of the times you'll often find that they're they're still readable they're still there and if you use a xylene based marker you know with the sun it won't fade and I've seen I've seen some slaps that have been there for years and they're still they're still running strong so Definitely hit that company up. They got more than just slaps. They got markers as well. They have. Uh, they stick to the classics. You know. They got Sakura's uni paints. They got all the the cranks that you need. Markalls, mean streaks, and they got uh, they got scribes. If you're looking for something permanent, a little bit more permanent, you can use a scribe. And they also have pink dots. They got all kinds of caps, extinguisher caps, New York fats, Boston outlines. So they're coming out of Brooklyn, New York, and we're we're coming out of Queens, New York. So. You know, we got to, you know, each one, each one help each other out. If you buy something from them, put in the code ANGELNZ and you'll receive 10% off your order. So yeah, bless that. Peace, yo. Enjoy. Sifu. Yeah, yeah that is a six shirt. As soon as you got in here, yeah. as soon as you got in out. here, um, Tiba
1: tiba Brazil.
0: Sick. Yeah. You know him?
1: No, I was at uh, the Paraguay uh, tattoo convention mm-hmm. this past November in San and uh, met met him and.
0: Sick. Blessed him with a shirt. So are you in any crews? Cause I don't. I uh don't
1: really... yeah, I'm in Outsiders and. Who's in that? Uh, that's like an old Queens crew. So mm-hmm. Apparently, I think uh, I think it's that dude Gouch or or no no no, Inch. Okay. I think he might have started, but mm-hmm. it's like Bis, me Fape. Home, BTR, and Matea. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so, sick. Yeah. Is there any reasons that you're not on any other cruise? Or you just, what do you uh, think
1: about that? You know, I used to be in other crews and stuff, but a lot of times it was like I wasn't even friends with some of the people. And, you know, like I don't believe in that. Like you got to be homies, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I was just, I was in like PG-13 and Acid Boys from like Cali and mm-hmm. shit. But like, yeah. You
0: know. Yeah, there's like a lot of things like that and Graff. Like a lot of people will get into crews just for the sake of you know, being like having that rep or you get co-signed immediately. And there's like a lot of things with graph that uh, honestly annoy the piss out of me. Like one of the things that I really don't like about graph (laughs) is like the whole like, I'm a graph writer. Like you want to fight, let's fight. It's like, bro, this is like a form of, I'm not going to say art, but like this is like, there is a part of it that's an artistic endeavor right you are breaking a law but then there's a huge thing of like writers being like it's not even like that serious of a crime and it's right, like right. all right so is it not serious as a crime or are you pretending like you're this like big name criminal like it doesn't have to be so like yo what's up like no you can't know this and like nobody can know anything and like don't if you want to fight we can get it like right you writing on a wall does not immediately make you some like martial artists are like yeah, yeah. anything like that it's it's really whack honestly yeah but
1: i mean i feel like people just make it to be like this like tough guy mm. thing like fucking sport or whatever but in the end like you know it started out as a kid's yeah. fucking children's activity you know like back in the 70s and 80s if you wrote graffiti past 18 you're like what the fuck yeah, yeah. but now it's different it's like a yeah. adult mm-hmm. sport how'd you get into it uh you know same way like most people did skateboarding um it up in like detention in high school or some Mm -hmm. shit like that you know yeah yeah. and then yeah and you're i was gonna say
2: what made you stick with it like you had a group of friends around Uh, no
1: i was just it was just me just painting by myself and um i just you know it just clicked i loved it Mm. and uh just knew like that's what i wanted to do
2: what uh what name did you write before
1: (laughs) all the toy names (laughs) i had like you know spaz or uh gem gem
0: one i had um, killer Killer, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, "This is the the freshest thing." Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: The way I found out about it was, um, like I was uh in my city and I was driving and I saw this dude wrote scout, saw scout Uh, here, scout there, and after I saw three in the exact same style and the exact same, he would do like light post going down. After I saw three of them, I realized, like, oh, this dude's on some, like, Bart was here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, I'm about to get on my Bart was here. Exactly. like, went home, got Mad Sharpies, YouTubed, like, what did I YouTube, like, Graffiti, real deal, or some <laughs> shit like that. I saw Mark Echo's yeah, getting yeah, yeah. up, and I'm like,
1: <gasps> Oh hell yeah, yeah! Yeah, it was over <laughs> yeah. from there. Yeah, <laughs> I remember exactly. like
2: plotting on like the one electric box on my block for like <laughs> weeks at a time, and like, and like finally getting a spray and I'm like, All right, it's gonna rain tomorrow. Right. This is the perfect cover. I'm gonna get an umbrella. I'm gonna hide. Wow. I'm gonna do this, and like. crazy yeah you're in
0: some you're into Muay Thai too right
1: uh I was you know I dabbled in it I did it for like a year Mm -hmm. and then you know like life just got busy and stuff so it couldn't really fit into my schedule but um I love it you know it's like an art and of course what made you
0: what made you start that
1: um just I don't know um well I was always into martial arts like growing up I did you know wushu Mm -hmm. tai chi my Mm -hmm. uncle is actually like a tai chi master Mm -hmm. on 23rd street he's got like his own school like books mm-hmm. this and that um but muay thai really clicked maybe like after my first trip to thailand or just like just wanting to like know how to actually fight of you know course what i mean and like growing up like you know my dad would always try to like teach me how to fight mm-hmm. like just surprise me and just beat the shit out of me like we'll fight and stuff yeah and things like that you and know?
0: muay thai is really an amazing one to learn because they they it's not just striking they really have a a very developed clinching aspect to it yeah yeah that's so necessary in in a real combat situation like you know like all the all the martial arts have their little their little downfalls in their own way but muay thai is a grade a martial arts like some serious stuff and for people who don't know it's like that shit is no joke yeah and when you you know what was really annoying to me is when you watch it on TV or if you watch it on YouTube or like I went to Thailand as well and I right. I watched like a few Muay Thai fights over there right, right. and I was with my mom and she's like what are they doing like it does like like I feel like like it almost looks like they're not skilled it kind of looks very brute savage yeah, and I'm like yeah. yo they're You'd be surprised right. if Straight you were to the go.
1: There's no yeah. fancy work, and if, it's if you not were to show, yeah, it's it's to hurt someone. And if you, you were know to go I mean? in
0: there, like, you'd realize how much technique they have. Oh yeah, they look like that because they're against someone who knows what they're doing. Exactly. That's why it looks like that. But when it was, if it's a regular person versus uh. even someone who's done it for three years, you're gonna wipe the floor. Oh with them yeah. Badly. Totally. Totally. Or like yeah. the leg kicks. Yo, yeah. They they develop some insanity. How come you did uh, like Muay Thai as opposed to let's say um. Like, boxing or, uh, like, you know, any other striking ones, oh, like Taekwondo, uh, way
1: I guess, like, Muay Thai, to me, versus, like, Taekwondo or, like, boxing. Like, mm-hmm. in a real fight, you know, you have, uh, what is it, like, one, two, three, four, it's five, the five, six, limbs. seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. Eight weapons, you know what I mean? Boxing, you only have two weapons. Yes. But in a real fight in the street, yeah. you know, no one's following boxing rules. You could use anything you want, so... Mm-hmm. Muay Thai, you could use all that shit. Yeah, absolutely. It teaches you how to use like every possible weapon you have.
0: Yeah. You know? It's true. It's effective. Um,
1: It's quick. It's effective. Straight to the point. Even the environment they train in is like
2: (laughs) really raw and rugged. Especially in Thailand, (laughs) the middle of the jungle. Thailand's
1: a different level of training. You know, I went, I I (laughs) trained in the fucking city. I'm sure it's totally not as intense as fucking Thailand. Yeah. You know?
0: When you went to Thailand, you went to some Muay Thai fights. You saw. I some...
1: went to a few, but um, mainly got really into it when I came back. And just one of my brother's friends was an instructor. Went to like a trial class, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Yeah, I love this."
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The thing is, like, like that, like world of of martial arts yeah. when you when you enter it, having not been exposed to it before, you start to realize like. Well, there are people who do this legitimately as their sole uh, art, right. their sole craft. Right. So when you step into their world and you're doing that with them, right, you you realize the skill difference is is is, is, is very large.
1: Totally, totally. If someone dedicates their life yeah. and
0: time like, to learning I've never, Muay Thai, and, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never done Muay Thai, but I I watch a lot of uh, I watch a lot of UFC. I watch a lot of nice. Muay Thai okay. like yeah, documentaries. Yeah. And I I do jujitsu and like boxing. Okay, but I'm well aware that in terms of like that leg kick, like I'm sure if I took one, it'd be clipped. Yeah, that's it. Like I mean, if you know jujitsu and
1: Muay Thai, game over. Like oh yeah, those are the two pillars. You're so deadly. Yeah, it's crazy
0: how you can
2: condition your bones to become literally stronger to impact that it's
1: insane how you can um, condition them over and over fractures they just get keep kicking shit micro fractures in
0: your shin how do they condition them do they because i see videos of them kicking the trees but do they condition them on the tree because my friend told me they don't condition them on the trees they use the trees to show their conditioning they condition them on the bag but i don't know how true that is
1: i mean in america (laughs) we don't got the banana trees but you know we'll have the bags and then the tires Mm -hmm. and just keep moving up to like
0: harder Mm -hmm. harder Things. i think muay thai is one of the scariest ones to learn because yeah when you check that leg kick it's bone to bone that's not a good yeah. case scenario no that gotta, sounds gotta, terrible you
1: gotta check in the right spot on your bone like right below your like knee like two
0: shins just whack, yeah. crashing against each other yeah i it like whoa you know what i mean yeah. at least like yeah, in cringing, boxing cringing, in you know? boxing you could like slip the punch completely right. roll with a little bit right. you're not taking a shin to shin impact of like Bam, like right,
1: right. Full body
0: torque into it.
1: Yeah. I mean these dudes who competitively fight Muay Thai are tough as the
0: fuck. Beasts. Yeah. And it's a very like I'm i I'm hundred percent there's defense to it, but it's definitely one of the more like you hit me, I hit you, like Yeah. Let's see. And I I, I and that comes from like the Thai culture. They have right. a lot it's of like, a
1: like dance. It's like a you know, when you see a cock fight, like two roosters fighting. Yeah. It's very, like, sporadic. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one, you know, very, mm-hmm. like, explosive Almost movements, like just, you know? Um, like, survival boom, 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 instincts. boom, boom, Yeah, boom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: What I really like about it is that they do a lot of touch sparring. Which, As in, uh, like, for example, when you spar, you don't go all out of, like, yeah. with, your, with your power. Right, right. Which I think boxing should adopt a lot more. I know the Cuban boxing system does. But, like, America, bro, like, I've been to a few boxing gyms. Yeah. And, like, it's when you I'll spar with up. someone, they will try to... T- I've seen, like someone will get hit, there'll be days, and the dude who's like, like the coach in the corner will be like, finish him, boom! And they'll just finish him right in the gym, like, that's it. And then like, the next, like, in a few days, he might be sparring again, which he shouldn't be, because he's gonna develop some insanity. (laughs) Right. And like, I think it's... You don't think that's the right way? Well, it's... You definitely need hard sparring if you're preparing to fight. And also, like, you can't mimic that real fight scenario unless someone's really trying to, like, come for you. Right. But like... With Muay Thai, if you were to do that every day, yo, you're taking knees to the face. I got yeah. knee in the face the other day at Jiu-Jitsu Ooh. by accident. I went to like do this like Ashigurami move, and the dude like happened to bring his knee up, and I got cl- like clogged right in the tooth, Ooh, and my tooth yeah, is yeah. like ever so slightly <laughs> loose. It's been numb ever since. And I was like thinking to myself, like, damn, imagine, like, if you were doing all out with Muay Thai. Right, right. the knee wouldn't mm-hmm. be like by accident. Right. It would be fully on purpose, like. You know they bridge their hips into right, that, right? Right. <laughs> Yo, you better be wearing a mouth guard.
1: Yeah, it's not like it's not like it's definitely frowned upon if you go like a hundred percent in sparring. Like yeah. it happens sometimes yeah. with some hot heads, mm-hmm. but you know. But for the most part, yeah, like you're. I was broke every time after Muay Thai, you know, because mm-hmm. especially when me and Matt would spar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you know? like friends, so you're like yeah. You know. So we kind of would go yeah. at each other, like yeah. hard when, me, when me and, and him like, roll beat the shit out of each other. When me and him roll, yeah. like we'd be talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's hilarious. Yeah, like, oh, you guys both do, jiu-jitsu. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we oh, yeah. like Hi. we were we were training last night, and I was drilling. Uh, I was drilling some move on him where you gotta like rip the collar out and then like you you do this thing and as I'm ripping it out and I was just I was just like ripping it and I was just like you wanna fuck with me and I was just like (laughs) talking like joking around like pulling it out and I'm like we'll pretend it's like like there's this dude who was like going over him and we were just like we were doing like the MMA class we do that we do that there too Right. Right. and like he was on like he like, like wrapped my arms behind my back was on top of me like punching and he's like he's like what's up now blank like, I don't want to mention his <laughs> name. You can't do name.
1: that in ju- you're not supposed to, no strikes. Right? Well, no. we were doing the MMA one. Oh, the MMA class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay.
0: And it's like we'll we'll do jujitsu and we'll like uh, try to use striking to open up submissions and stuff like that. Okay, I see. Yeah, it's right. really it's really cool though, That's and cool. I don't want to like stick up, like make this a Muay Thai podcast, but right, right. one of the things that I find like I can never get over it is. People who have never trained a uh, grade A martial art right. don't understand just how truly, I don't want to defend no one, but like just how truly defenseless you are versus someone who knows that. Right. You're really screwed.
1: Well, I realize how many people don't know how they, to fight. Yes. And it's then bad. And you realize how many people like, you can't ever, like now, like I'm more cautious because like, I can't judge. people Like yes. you, you would never know who knows know. how to you fight. You do I mean, know. That's yeah. the thing. So I was like, oh fuck. Like, Bro. you know, like, uh, like anyone Smaller than me Mm -hmm. Could kick my ass It doesn't matter You don't know You know I've I've sparred with people Way bigger than me And they have no idea How to fight Completely out of
0: shape too You'd be surprised What people are at a high level Mm -hmm. Exactly There's people at my gym Who I'm like Yo he, they look so unintimidating. Right. And if I, like they would kill me three, th- if we fought 3000 times, they would kill me 3000 times. And yep, I'm like, yep. this is insanity. Yeah. yeah. It really, it really yeah, opens really, your eyes. You just never judge a book by its cover because yeah.
1: you don't know who knows what. It's all, yeah. it's a lot of technique. It's all mm-hmm. technique, you know?
0: The graph writers should get up on that martial arts yeah, wave. I mean, you there is be a fighting big, in the streets.
1: there is a big, like, I think a lot of graffiti writers do Muay Thai. Really? That I know of. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's kind of big, at least, you know, with some of the writers I know and california and stuff mm-hmm. like that they're really into muay thai competitively fighting and things like yeah.
0: that it's like yeah. a it's like a useful thing because like no matter what you do in life especially if you're in graph right. there's going to be problems that you're right. gonna this person's going to want to and why say oh i'll just go there i'm not afraid to get beat up why say that when you could dedicate with just one year you yeah. could literally be a different person oh totally you will oh. be so un unlike beatable compared to the regular yeah. human you, you yeah. would
2: think you would think if somebody's fighting so often or at least knowing they have a fight coming up on the street right if me personally i would be training my ass off for that right, fucking fight right. i wouldn't just walk into right. a blind without yeah. knowing anything i would start right away researching how to like win the situation <laughs> right, i wouldn't right. want to lose that you know especially on the concrete you yeah. fuck around you fucking end up dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. no
1: joke i People mean you've seen like you know guilty you know you've I've watched mad world star videos yeah. Yeah, yeah. every time like these people have no idea how to no, fight yeah, yeah. no clue how to fight you know and like, one of the
0: people who like oh he washed him yeah he washed him because that, that dude didn't know anything and neither yeah. did him yeah, if yeah. It, it, you yeah. should have seen what would have happened if it was a dude who knew right, something right. and luckily youtube exists and, and you can see what this. happens <laughs> <laughs> and it's bad yeah, one dude crazy. will lay out like seven people with ease and you'll right. be like oh he's a savage no he's not a savage he might be his the most average person yeah. at his right, gym. right? But right. because he did that is he's he's like on, on a different level. I th- what do you think about like fighting over graph beef and stuff like that? Like I know I mean, you you haven't been, you don't write as much as you used to.
1: Right. Yeah, I slowed down in the past like year or two, you know. Um, you know, different time in my life, mm-hmm. things come up and also like just you know, painting the city over and over same spots mm-hmm. gets kind of boring to me. Mm-hmm. Um but back to the question of uh, beef and graph, you were saying, yeah, yeah, fighting over graffiti. Um, I think it's stupid as fuck. It's it's literally like graffiti is a, a, a almost like you know it's like a child's fucking game. It's it's you're fighting over uh, paint. You know, like 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 a drawing. Like uh, different if like I guess it was like real personal or some shit mm. like that. But in general, like if someone goes over you, you could settle it in a different way than fighting. Like Mm -hmm. it's, you know, you have to fucking beat someone up just because someone goes over you. Yeah. You know, but you know,
0: the thing is, it's like with, with graph, it doesn't become a drawing. And I also, just for the record, I also think it's, it's dumb, but like I'm saying fighting or graph beef is definitely dumb. But in, in the, in like to play devil's advocate, it doesn't, it's not just like a drawing to these people. I'm sure, you know, it becomes part of your identity. It becomes who you are. Like that right there is me. And you just, in their mind spit on me right you just said i don't care this is me and i spit on you right. i laugh at you you know what i mean so people are willing to f- fight about it and i think another big reason that they're willing to fight about it is because of the big misunderstanding and misconception of what like a street fist fight could be yeah. right. because a lot of people witness fight let's say at a skate park or they witness yeah. fight they hear and they say oh he got beat up no one really got hurt right no one really oh he got like a little At worst, I've seen fights where two people will be trying to hurt each other and they can't because they don't know anything and they're trying their hardest and no one's even cut. And they're like, oh, he got beat up. And I always think to myself, did he get cut? Did he, was he conscious afterwards? Did anything happen? So how did he get beat up? Oh, he just like, the other dude won. (laughs) I understand. But it's like, if once you, like you said, you're more cautious because you realize what could really happen is dangerous. Ever since I started training and anyone tries to like do anything outside, Just like yo, I don't want any problems because honestly, this like I don't know you, you don't know me, and I don't even this is just ridiculous. Right, right. And I think that it could really help people who, you know, with graph as a whole. Graph beef is like people have been stabbed over it. People have been killed over it. But you
1: know, it's it's also like, you know, there's graffiti's the whole spectrum. You got people with nothing to fucking lose. Yeah. You got people with a, you know, a family and everything, a really serious <laughs> career. Yeah. So that's also what's great about graffiti. You get everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's anybody could play the game. There's know? no, there's no just but, one
0: type of person who does right. it. There's right. this media idea of like, dude in a hood, like, right. Like, like, he's from whatever. Yeah, yeah. But in reality, there's... Break it
2: down. Everybody's from all different food. types of there's backgrounds, all different types of experiences, all different types of childhoods, neighborhoods, everything yeah. you can yeah. imagine. It's all demographics. All
1: demographics. Graffiti Absolutely. does not uh,
0: judge or, or fucking whatever. What? Yeah. discriminate. Yeah, what do you yeah. think makes someone get, we'll get into it Then if it's, like, not... Because the idea would be, like, oh, personal, like, let's say, uh, trauma and struggle of growing up in the hood, or the idea would be, like oh, you're, like, insane, you want right. to, like, uh, like, you want to, like, use your chimp mind to be, like, I was here, right what, right, what do you think really gets, what do you think gets people to get into it and I stick think with it? it's
1: just the rebellious aspect of mm. it, the DIY, you know, like, mm. the, you know, like, there's very few things in your life, in your surroundings you get to control, right? Yeah. But you could fucking paint your name there and have it the whole city see it that's fucking dope mm-hmm. can you ever afford a billboard to put your name up no but can you just go out illegally and do it yeah like so mm-hmm. i think for me at least the main aspect that attracted me to graffiti was just uh being able to like fuck the system uh be rebellious and also like uh control my my environment where i live mm-hmm. you know what i mean instead of these fucking corporations putting shit in your face i rather fucking put up what i want to see and my homies want to see exactly mm-hmm.
2: have a little say in that you know exactly. be like the glitch in the fucking matrix yeah. Yeah.
0: I think i think <laughs> yeah. that it definitely makes you <laughs> makes you opens your eyes to how much control you can have over yeah. your own life because you know with graph can come racking with graph can come hacking with graph yeah. comes just like i guess a mindset of like i'll just kind of for lack of a better term, like, do what I want and totally, see how totally. I can just, like, himmy around these little rules that are in yeah. place. And then, like, you me here, you himmy here. And before you know it, like, you're himmying all over the place. Yeah. Release and, the like, himmies. And, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like, before you know it, you think to yourself, like, deal with, like, me and my group of friends. We could really be good money doing what we want to do. Right. And not even just in, ser- in terms of graph, like, you know, you do tattoos and stuff or like a bunch of people who do graph, like let's say claw. She does her whole creative aspect or right, Jess. Right. he does his whole, like his whole creative thing. And just, peop- does like Supreme and things like that. Uh, A-life. that- oh, a life. Oh, a life. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So he does like his whole a life thing. And it's like, these are ideas that these people honestly attribute to right. the open mindedness yeah, yeah, yeah. that comes with the possibilities of, right. of, of graph. And it sounds yeah. like weird to say like, Oh, how does that open? You're just like, taking something and then, like, doing something, but it's, like, you're, like, you're in, like, this fringe little culture of pretty much doing what you want,
1: right, regardless of what the people say. it It
2: just depends on where you take that level to, you know, you can leave it on the streets and, you know, keep fighting over it your whole life, or you can leave that alone, that shallow, you know, part of it, and, excel and change your whole life for your friends your family like everything and yeah. still be true to your roots still like not you know be quote unquote a sellout but still keep it at heart and incorporate it into your brand or your do-it-yourself brand in a yeah. Way, you know? yeah
1: yeah applying that graffiti mentality to like you know life things yeah. career aspects and things like that will like yeah. you know it's very uh it gives you that not not an ego boost but like you know it makes you more like confident in doing things yeah. and or he, like um, just, just, yeah,
0: absolutely. That's what, that's what Jess was saying. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much the exact same thing. Like applying yeah. what he learned, like, right. There's a lot, there's a lot of us. Right. And there's a lot of writers and there's a lot of people who together could be a real ill force. You know, right. a life was started through a bunch of writers coming together and validating this. And, you know, y- y- through graph, you're opened to a lot of different cultures and subcultures. That a yeah. lot of people would have no idea about. And because of that, you just have a greater knowledge of things as a whole. And you can use that. Like, the more you know, the more people you know, the more power you have to, like, ex- excel in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even in
2: your daily life, it helps, like, in terms of being alert. Like, we were talking about riding a motorcycle. Honestly, right. I'm not even kidding. I, I, I'm I thankful to graph Because, in a way, I'm so alert of my surroundings when I'm on that machine. Right. Because I know, like... The first thing that people tell you when you tell them you ride a motorcycle is all the death stories. Right. I, I know this yeah. person that died. It's I know this person trap. that died. But honestly, it, yeah. when I listen to that, I'm like, I trust my, myself to be aware in those moments so much right. that those stories don't even phase me. Like I was right. talking about earlier before we got on the mic, like I seen this dude go down 80 miles per hour right in front of me on the highway, blood coming out of his mouth. He can't even move, just laying in the middle of a highway. He had to be lifted by a helicopter. Right. And I thought to myself, how am I going to ride home from this? I'm all the way in Long Island. Like, right, I just right. seen this happen. This is just tragic. But before I knew it, I was comfortable on my bike again, and I trusted my own senses, my own alertness, my own mindset of the world in a way. And it's crazy to say, but it's to the graph because yeah. those chaotic moments where you're, like, running from the cops or, like, in those tense situations where you're breaking the law, it's like right. – and you still have a logical thinking of like what to do and how to maneuver. I think that's very important in day to day life. Like even guns on that um tags and throws. Okay, he's like, yeah. uh I don't know how people that I'm gonna butcher this, but he's like, I don't know how people that don't paint, compose, or something like go through intense situations right. in their day to day life. You know what I mean? Because right, a lot right. of people are just comfortable yeah. just maneuvering throughout their day. But when reality hits like something you know, yeah. uncomfortable happens. People don't know how to handle that mentally. You have to be an individual and understand how to convert your energy to get out of that. You know,
1: totally, I agree. Um, yeah, I think graffiti. You know, like definitely. Uh, yeah, it just gives you that confidence yeah. of like, like you know, when you overcome, like you do something almost so impossible, like get past the system, bolt cut these fences, <laughs> this and that, yeah. and you fucking execute the spot, this and that you're just like, well, fuck, like, it, you know, I could do anything, yeah, almost, yeah. in a sense. Like, if I put my mind to you, it. Yeah, yeah, if I put my mind to it. If I it, like, you know, I was very, like, you know, my mindset's always, like, if I want to do it and I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. And, you know, you, I definitely learned that from graffiti. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you just talk about it always and just bullshit about it, it never happens. Yeah, but, yeah. like, like you said, for normal people to go, you know, like, throughout their day-to-day life and not be as, like, confident mm. or, or be in these situations where you could overcome these crazy obstacles, you know, and, and you're applying these to, like, everyday, um, you know, everyday life things. Yeah, like, scenarios. Yeah, 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 it helps you throughout life, for sure. Graffiti is, mm. like, a good tool to use, like, throughout your life.
0: Yeah. When did you start growing an interest in tattooing?
1: Uh, tattooing? So, well, you know, came from graffiti. Uh, you know, it just happened. Um, I was getting tattooed in college, and then... I wanted to learn, obviously, because to, to get an apprenticeship in New York City is pretty hard. So yeah. through graffiti, I met a really good tattoo artist. But even before that, you know, I was just in my kitchen in my bedroom tattooing homies and shit. Mm. You know, very DIY. Just what, like, you did a stick and poke? Uh, no, no, never stick and poke. Had a machine. But, you know, like, it, like anything, anything I take interest in, I want to fucking learn it the right so way or, it. like, learn it, like, to the fullest. And um, so with tattooing... I really, like, took it seriously. I was like, all right, I'm going to fucking learn how to do this, whether someone helps me or not, you know. So, first, I just started doing it on my own, just fucking trying to get, gather as much information from everywhere, internet, books, whatever, just doing it on homies who, like, didn't give a fuck, you know. I definitely fucked up a few people here and there, you know what I'm saying. But it happens, you know, just like feet You start out as a toy, you know, which I – You know, I I assume most people do. I think that's the right route to go. You need to learn from your mistakes and Mm -hmm. and grow. But tattooing, um, yeah, I got into it just by getting tattooed a lot and then taking interest in it and just, like, wanting to learn it. And then, you know, through graffiti, I met a really good tattooer. We became really good friends. He'd let me watch him tattoo. And then I just started taking it, like, seriously and, like, really practicing and studying. Like, doing homework. Yeah, there's
0: a a lot that goes into it,
1: man. Honestly, Same way I went about with graffiti, you know? Like, do your fucking homework. Like, study the people before you. Like, Mm -hmm. know what's, like, the right, like, how to really compose a good... Mm peace burner whatever and a good tattoo you know there's
0: there's amazing deep culture behind like all that tattoo stuff from like ed hardy to like what's his name like horiyoshi 3
1: yeah horiyoshi 3 japanese yeah from
0: japanese tattooing i mean
1: tattooing is an ancient fucking art form those
0: dudes are no joke and it really makes you like uh, you know especially in older times tattooing or tattoos were thought of as you know in Japan up until recently and even still it's like gray zone tattoos were illegal. Yeah. And recently they'll, they'll, it just became legal. And they'll have crazy. they'll have yeah. signs where it just says no tattoos and they'll right. have a do with tats and stuff and it's well like, but
1: that's because in Japan it like it was Yakuza the, yeah. yeah who were like getting the tattoos mm-hmm. and um, they associated tattoos with Yakuza with the, yeah. and gang shit up until now.
0: Yeah. But yeah, like it has so so much deep history and um, the tabori, know, I find that stuff so interesting. The t- the tabori work that they do. Yeah, tabori. And how amazing. I think in, in the United States there's only two people who do it, something like that. I think there's more. There's, than pro- that. there's probably more. I'm probably yeah. Because in New York
1: like, alone, there's probably like a few. Okay, but I know?
0: know that like there's not there's not as many as you know the regular. Right, the regular right.
1: It's not an American tradition. Have you ever gone to one to, wanting to like learn like that? that? Um, to learn tabori, uh. Sure, like, I, w- I would like to, but right now, I, you know, it's baby steps. You mm-hmm. know, I need to work my way up to that. Yeah. You know, maybe I need a I need to, like, first learn how to master how to come up with a good, well-composed Japanese design mm-hmm. and this and that. But for the most part, you know, I'm not focused on yeah. trying to learn Tabori, but yeah. just trying to be a good tattooer. It's,
2: it's crazy how you can, going back to graffiti, how it relates to tattooing. In a way, when you started tattooing, you already knew what's good. And by that, I mean, like in graffiti when you start out you're a toy and you don't know what's good like when you tell a toy that yo you gotta fix this you're not doing that good their ego will be like no man it's fine like i love it like it's my favorite thing exactly but as you grow you know what's good in graffiti like you know the styles the shading the colors and you going you knowing what's good in graffiti and going to tattooing i think like from where i'm sitting i think it helps you like see what's good in tattooing also because you didn't start off like that toy being like oh i just did this tattoo and it was it's fine you knew like the standards you knew what to compare right. it to you knew right. what was good well and i was
1: open to you know like um fucking critique and uh, mm-hmm. and opinions you know you can't be so ego high and 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 fucking you know like just think your shit's dope like you know i feel like a lot of graffiti writers like it's i, I, I don't know if it relates to intelligence level or what but like <laughs> You know, like, sometimes there's a lot of graffiti writers who never, ever get better because they're just so (laughs) closed-minded to, like, not wanting to, like, take critique from, like, someone who's been doing this for 25 years and be like, nah, like, you mean my shit's whack, like, my shit's dope, but, like, you know, like, even, you know, in tattooing and graffiti, like, tattooing, like, you know, I was critiqued a lot, like, oh, that shit's whack, you know, and I was like, oh, fuck, it is whack, like, you know, like, all right, let me try better, let me Mm. try to understand why it's whack, and graffiti, I've, even to this day, I feel like I'm still understanding, like, what's good, what's not. And then, like, a lot of times I feel like, you know, people want to be, like, different. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes different isn't, like, there's a reason why, like, certain tattoo designs or, or graffiti styles work because, mm-hmm. you know, they and it's been there and it's still here because mm-hmm. they work. Yeah. And then people try to reinvent the wheel and shit and it's like, nah, dude, like... Maybe try to reinvent the wheel after you mastered how to fucking do graffiti or tattooing the proper way and, like, understand it. Yeah. But until then, keep doing it. The like, you know, just keep stop trying to reinvent the fucking wheel. You know what I mean? Because you're just fucking it up. He yeah. well, is not.
0: Yeah. yeah. Why, why do you think it's so hard to get an apprenticeship in New York?
1: Because everybody and their moms wants to tattoo, you know? Mm. And, um that's what it is. Everyone loves, like, you know, I guess as a reason, like, you know, this generation, like, fucking, what's, there's TV shows on tattooing. They glorify yeah, tattooing. Yeah. Everyone, you know, like, in the end, it is, it is a great career. You don't have to work for anyone. Mm-hmm. You, you're your own boss. Like, you fucking draw for a living, man. Like, it, it's chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's hard to get an apprenticeship because, like, I think too many people, like, want to learn. Like, I've had so many people come into my shop just, like, thinking they deserve to learn how to tattoo. Like, oh, I'm looking for an apprenticeship. Here's my portfolio. And I, like, look at their shit, and it's some art school kid with, like, shit drawings and shit. It has nothing to do with tattooing. And I'm like, cool, you could draw. It doesn't mean you could fucking tattoo. Mm-hmm. So I think just, like, it's just too many people, like... I think it's, like, the whole glorifying part of tattooing nowadays and, like, these TV shows and, and shit like that that just, like, make people want to, like, tattoo, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: how do you go about learning it? Do you just copy the master's work do you do you choose what you get to draw for the first few years like how do you how is the process of learning all that Um, stuff
1: well i guess it's same with learning anything you know like back to graffiti it's like you need to learn the history you know where, where it came from and this and that and then like just like look look and learn after like the the masters who came before you and then like understand it and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like wondering like the
0: process of learning it. Like, <laughs> I'm just process thinking of, of learning. Technique. Yeah, I'm, I
1: mean, yeah, there's many different processes. Like, well, how did you learn? So I, well, again, like I didn't like you know untraditionally like back in the day they were frowned upon if if you didn't apprentice you know like you're a bullshit artist. But you know nowadays it, I think it's a little different because you know uh, with all the internet and things like that you're very capable of teaching yourself but yeah i taught myself pretty much taught For myself real? yeah taught myself how to tattoo but then with like great like guidance and mentoring from a good friend who was also a graffiti artist ex-graffiti artist and now like amazing tattooer he really helped me out like showed me like you know like kind of was like you know that's shit why are you doing that like you know look at this shit like this is what you should be doing like you know, like, repaint the classics, you know, like, study study your shit, like, mm-hmm. same in graffiti, like, look at the fucking, watch Style Wars, look at the Subway art book, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, understand, like, where the roots came from, and why this shit works, and stuff like that, whereas, like, I feel like a lot of new cats in graffiti and tattoo and just, like, come out the bat, don't have any, like, idea of, like, why a, a traditional tattoo is, like, supposed to look like that, or you know why a certain graffiti piece is like or letters are supposed to look like this way like they just have no understanding and Mm -hmm. they just come out and do their thing their version of it and think it's like fresh and hot and it's like nah it (laughs) reminds
0: me it reminds me a lot about like the old masters of oil painting they're like the renaissance and like the people who do realism right so to learn they would have to copy their their master's works like brush by brush stroke by stroke to make sure that it's exactly how it was so now we have a bunch of you know, duplicates, triplicates of, uh, right, of works. And we're not sure which one who painted what or yeah. whatever like that. And you're saying like copy the old stuff, right. you know, retrace it, redraw it and understand right. it and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like,
1: it's like Picasso, you know, he didn't start out like doing his abstract really mm-hmm. wonked out. Like he could do artwork. real stuff. Yeah. Well, like, that's, that was his base. Like, you know, yeah. he started out as like really understanding and knowing how to do fine art, you know, like, uh, still life studies and things like that. And then after that, once he mastered that, like he then he like started to relearn how to paint and do his interpretation of that and his own abstract like way of thinking and things like that. But you I, I generally think in everything, you know, uh you need to understand the basics and, and where it comes from, the roots and things like that to really progress. You mm-hmm. know?
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, what would you say your style of tattooing is like? I see that, you know, you got your dragon tee on. You got <laughs> the, I see like the little, yeah. like Chinese lion or dragon coming out the coming out the cut right there. Oh, it's, it's not cool. even, I thought no, the bottom here was. It is. Here's, here's the, yes, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is so
1: fire. Thank you. I got this in China, actually. <laughs> that is But this so is sick. this is something I didn't know anything about tattooing. I was in Beijing, young, you know, I was like, I want a tattoo. Yo,
0: the martial artists yeah. who do that on the inside oh, i've done that i've done that Yo, i used to yeah, do that too yeah oh, yeah it yeah it's a, it's yeah, yeah. a, it's
1: a whole it's fucking ho- uh kung fu form yeah yeah you know? it's not just a random dance and they'll it's like, stand on each other a, yeah man and
0: the, you gotta have like the yeah. arm strength to do Yo, like it's the higher like that's everything just, yeah
1: it's just heavy the most si chan. yeah are you when you speak I was, Cantonese? no no okay i'm a very fraud chinese person ah, that's
0: okay. but when, when i was a little kid like i the the shaolin temple used to be around this neighborhood okay and i used to go and um when i was i was super little and i was like the buddha head so I was a little Buddha head. Yeah, you were the
1: lion tamer. He's the guy in the front, kind of like yeah, yeah, with the big smiley face. Yeah. Yeah. The other day, I was walking around the neighborhood and I
0: saw someone selling the the Buddha head that you. Yeah. And I remembered it. Yeah. You know, like a yeah. I remember, like, looked and I was like, oh, that's crazy. (laughs) In in some past life, I was in that thing in front of like thirty monks saying Uh, this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My brother was the (laughs) tail. I was the head and shit and. Yeah, it was fun.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, what's your uh, style of tattooing like?
1: Uh, Tattooing-wise, I do mainly, like, a lot of, like, American traditional, but, like, I do really like, like, a lot of, like, in general, like, I don't know how to say it, but, like, um, I like to do a lot of Asian, like, designs in American traditional style. Okay. But American traditional style has taken so much stuff from Asia, like dragons, tigers, all that. All those early designs came from Asia. You know, you go to Asia, it's everywhere. Dragons, tigers, everything. All those mm-hmm. like mythological creatures and
0: it's like a symbol of power. Yeah, yeah. Power, and longevity. Strength, yeah. You
1: know, they all have like um, you know, all mean something. In Chinese everything means something. Mm-hmm. But um, my style I think yeah, I mainly tattoo like traditional style, like bold, black, heavy, like like heavy black, like bright colors, um,
0: i know there's a there's an emphasis on that fat black outline almost sounds like you're talking about oh, bold
1: will hold like a sign. Yeah. yeah and, it, mean, and yeah. over the
0: over the years it looks still looks good well, and yeah all like stuff. i've
1: seen like you know new york has a rich history yeah. of tattooing and i've and it's so amazing to be a part of it like you know i walk around the city i'll see tattoos from like fucking the 60s 50s and if you could still tell what it is like an yeah. eagle or a panther They did that shit well. And mainly, like, you know, I've seen Tony Polito stuff. I've seen Mm -hmm. shit from the Bowery, like, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I feel like a lot of times, like, artists forget to think about how a tattoo is going to age, which is an important part. It's not – you're not a piece of paper. It's skin. It's different. So that shit ages different. So you got to, like, you know – think about how it's going to age and, and,
0: um, well, what are you supposed to do to make it age good in terms of if you're the, if you're the, the artist doing it on the person, what, what difference do you take?
1: It's just kind of knowing like an aesthetic, like of what makes a good tattoo, honestly, Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, you have all these like new tattoo artists who are just like art school kids and they're just literally putting art, like Mm -hmm. their art on people, but not thinking about like, you know, what makes a good tattoo or anything or, or the roots of tattooing or anything Mm. like that. And then honestly, I'm going to like, we're going to see it. Like, you know, a lot of these trends or whatever, when this generation gets old, (laughs) we're going to be like, what the fuck? Why did I get this shit? Like, you can't even see what it is anymore. Mm -hmm. Like the lines are so tight together or like this color is barely there. You know, like it's not, you know, traditional tattooing. It's very, it's deliberate. Everything's purposefully like placed there. Like, Mm -hmm. And no half-assed, like, strokes or anything. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's there. But it's, um, and, it, and just, like, Japanese tattooing, you know, like, any anything traditional, honestly, it's there's a reason why it's a tradition, you know? Because it's lasted so long. It, it, it works well. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, in terms of color, I heard that back in the days, a lot of colors that people would use for tattoos were made from, like, animal products. And that if you had a green tattoo or a green in your tattoo, you were like a monster because you literally <laughs> were like poisoned by, I forgot what it was, like, s- like snake venom or I don't know, some shit. Huh. It was like,
1: that you- might be a little myth. I'm <laughs> not sure, but you know, all pigment in general, yeah. like how do you make pigment? Yeah. Like, you know, I was typically from plants, Well, plants, right? minerals, mm-hmm, yeah. um, things like, you know, certain ro- rocks and things. Like I was tripping acid the other day yeah. and I was like up in Vermont and there's like all these different fucking colored rocks and I started taking them and drawing And they all had different fucking bright colors, you know, because so different minerals make up pigment and things like that. You know, red generally has, like, apparently has shellfish in it. That's why a lot of people get allergic reactions to red. Oh, really? Yeah, red is, like, generally the color that most people, like, kind of, like, it takes the longest to heal, this and that. But, um, yeah, pigment in general, like, I I think it's still, yeah, like, I think all pigment, like, you can't just, like, I'm pretty sure pigment still comes from like minerals and things like mm-hmm. that like if you buy powder pigment you know like that's coming from like minerals yeah they make it like out that. of something yeah th- everything comes from earth you yeah of course you can't you know everything yeah. has to like come from earth like yeah. some way some form in another
0: yeah uh, when you started tattooing and you came out to your parents and you were like or or let's say that you got the tattoos right right what was that reaction like coming from a I don't know how your family was but right. I just have my assumptions right, you know an assumption what I mean of
1: a traditional family um
0: my dad's cool as fuck
1: you know my dad grew up in uh flatbush and shit and uh he was like cool like whatever my mom was like a little disappointed like you didn't ask me but she's also like she grew up in chinatown and shit so like old mentality like tattoos are considered gang you know my mom lived in the time of chinatown when it was like all the Chinese gangs, like Black Dragon, uh, fucking Flying Tiger and shit. Coach, Crouching Tiger, Hidden cr- Dragon. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, there was a lot of bad gangs in Chinatown who had these crazy names and shit. And, you know, my grandma, too, was like, you know, they, they thought I was, like, trying to be a gangster or some shit. But then, you know, I was always rebellious as, as I was young. So my mom kind of expected it. Eventually accepted it. My grandma loves it now. She shows all her friends all the fucking time. She's like, look at all his tattoos. It's amazing. Da, da, da. That's so sweet. You know, she loves my flash. I'll paint her stuff. Mm -hmm. She loves that stuff. So like, you know, for the most part, like, even though my family's like, and stuff like that, they're still very like, uh, they're more modern, you Mm -hmm. know, they're not as like old school way of thinking, especially my dad. My dad was always like the one to be like, you know, do what you got to do don't fucking work in the office Mm -hmm. type shit. Like fuck all that shit. Fuck the police. Like since I was (laughs) a little kid, I'd watch it like we get pulled over and he'd like curse the cop off, you know? Really? Yeah. Yeah. He always never got along with the cops. I was like, I definitely got my rebellious side from my
0: dad. I always wonder why there's such an opposition to tattoos in our society. Seeing as it's been being done for a long time. There's like, there's like, there's mummified bodies that they've taken out and they've seen tattoos on them from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago so it almost seems like it's like a natural human thing to do this right right but yet it's so frowned upon pretty much across the board maybe not in the past i i, I, I don't know but right. at least now across the board and like all the countries it's not seen it maybe it's like at most like a neutrality like we're accepting it but it's not like but i don't want my kid to have it you know what i mean type right. of thing right yeah why, why do you think that is um.
1: Well, it just goes back to people associating tattoos with, like, you know, like, the generation my parents are from, and, like, that generation, at least, it's gang-associated, like, you know, like, bad people had tattoos, outlaws, mm. gangsters, yep. inmates, exactly. Yeah. Yakuza. Yeah, exactly, yakuza, yeah, exactly, triads, you know, like, the only people in Chinatown who had tattoos back then were fucking triads, you know, so that's what my mom associated with, and especially my grandma and shit. But, you know, it's different now. Everybody Mm -hmm. has a fucking tattoo. Everybody has a tattoo. You're more, like, different if you don't have a tattoo Mm -hmm. nowadays, I feel like.
0: Yeah, and you've been traveling the world doing your your thing, tattooing, and also graph-wise. I heard stories about you. (laughs) uh, Well, first of all, so I went to Thailand a few years ago. Oh, yeah? And when I got there... I don't know why, but I didn't think of Thailand as a place that had a thriving graph scene. Oh, so I get rough. in the I get yeah. in the Uber or whatever I was in the tic-tic yeah, tuk, uh, tuk. tuk tuk. I said tic-tick. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. a tic-tac. Yeah, it's a yeah. tuk-tuk. So I get in the tic tac and I'm yeah. driving down the street and I'm like, Yeah, there's gonna be no graph here. And I look over, first thing I see on an electric box was an Anso uh mean streak. Oh, and I was shit. like What? And then yeah. we keep driving and I see your outline with some other heads And I'm right. like Yo What am I seeing Like Americans are forcing it right <laughs> now <laughs> Like Like we come to your country right. to destroy things And now we're leaving
1: Across the world And you have to see these Fucking New Yorkers and so shit. Yeah
0: And then I heard you like well, yo, also when I was there, I saw MQDMS, B&E hand styles. I did it with the same mop, uh-huh. like right next to each other on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, how old is this thing? Right. I took a flick of it, and on the same door, there was EM1, The right. Optimist, oh, wow. and okay. a few other people. And I'm like, this is sick. And, you know, to see a B&E hand, I don't know. Just, right. I've never seen one of those right, in person, right, right. only online.
1: They're rare. They're rare, but I see them a lot in Asia. Yeah, yeah he's
0: dude, that dude is and the people I was seeing out there I was getting mad hype cause I you know even though as like dangerous as some of these
1: countries are sometimes it's like honestly I'm more scared in America every time like cause really? you gotta deal with the legal system here and it's not over like they're like you know in all these countries I've been to Southeast Asia South America you know even Europe and shit like it's mo- main like most times it's just like don't do it again get the fuck out of here type shit here it's like you got to deal with legal, like the fucking legal system for a year, month, whatever the fuck it is, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Painting in other countries for the most part to me is way
0: more lax. Than, if, you know. if they become developed countries in the future, they're going to, you know, it won't be like that forever.
1: Well, that, that's what's happening. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of these countries are catching on like, cause like, you know, a lot of times, you know, a few countries, like the wave is over. Like, you know, like people came, they crushed, but like for the most part, it's like a new thing. Like, like a lot of these places don't even have laws against graffiti you know it's didn't exist Mm -hmm. like five years ago or some shit you know so and also like it it sucks but like a lot of these foreigners are going like way too hard like you don't need a fucking bja in (laughs) bangkok or whatever the fuck it is you know like chill out like you know Mm -hmm. like there's no competition like you don't need a fucking like crush like that like just have fun yeah but you know also like i'm not trying to blow up these countries either Mm -hmm. and be like yo come to this country come to this country like Mm. you know find out for yourself you might like it you might not like it like it's not for everybody like you know it it is gnarly don't get me wrong i've been Mm. chased by wild dogs like you know you got local people who might most times local people are chill like they, they like it and then you know they love the colors and you talk to them they're nice but if you are like a fucking ignorant american just drunk and just fucking writing on people's shit like Mm -hmm. that's not cool
0: yeah yeah i mean you're coming to their country yeah yeah and you're destroying things
1: right exactly so you gotta be you gotta be careful what you like same thing like that's how i go about my graffiti in general like you know you you gotta like be conscious of what you're painting and 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 like if you're actually like bothering someone painting it like Mm -hmm. you know i won't paint a spot if there's like a food stall right next to it, like, and they're cooking and people are eating, I'll wait till they close or some shit. Like, you know, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's a street spot and it's not in someone's house, like it doesn't matter. Like you gotta be, you know, mindful of mm-hmm. like, are you being a fucking asshole or mm-hmm. are you like, just kind of like, you know, like, can you just, you know, do your thing and not bother anyone?
0: I truly think that it's all fun and games until like, I think about the Thai one story, I think about just people getting electrocuted by the third rail. I think about angry people coming out and shooting at you. And I really, really think that it's all fun and games. And you don't know just how right over that line that you're about to step over. Any night, something rowdy could happen. Just because it hasn't happened the first 700 times you've went out doesn't mean that tonight Johnny Y... Is going to be tight that you're painting a gate, and he's going to shoot at you with his shotgun. Right. You really don't know what's going to happen or when it's going to happen. It's, 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 it's just because it doesn't happen often doesn't mean it's not a dangerous game you're playing. Right, right. You know, people hit that. People hit like the end line in South Brooklyn and like right on the backyards of of yeah. some rowdy people who probably yeah. live in there or like yeah, man. <laughs> you know, some, you you really don't know how people are going to react. You're playing, or you're you're rolling the dice. Right. You really right. are, and the civilians. You're like, oh, yeah, just look out for cops. yo. like, there's some pretty rowdy civilians that will right. just come up from behind you, not say any words, and rock you. You need to be ready for these things, because... Totally. And then you really also got a question, is this what I want to do?
1: Right, right, like, right.
0: Like, the way I think of it is that when you do something, you should think of the, one of, like, the, I guess it's kind of extreme, but, like, maybe worst case scenario or one of the really bad case scenarios and decide if this were to happen would i be okay with it and continue doing it so for example skating like okay i break my ankle if that were to happen what i keep doing it? if the answer is yes i should keep doing it. if the answer is no right. i should probably stop because it's probably going to happen one day right and obviously not everyone's going to get shot at for doing graph or stuff but like probably going to get locked
1: yeah expect the worst hope for the best you know, you it's know. Like what
0: they say on motorcycles it's like not a matter
2: of uh, <laughs> if but a matter of when yeah i hate yeah, that line. i hate when the people say <laughs> that. you think, think that's know. true
1: no, it's totally true. You're like, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, like if you ride a bike, you're going to go down eventually. I ride, you know. Um, you haven't been down yet? I've been down, not on my bike. Back in the day in Atlanta, I had a bike I rented and I went down. I was, you know, just took a turn. There was loose yeah. gravel. I um, went
2: down also on the BQE when I
1: first got oof, my bike.
0: Fuck, like, like, a month, um, Shit, like a month man. into
2: it. It was it was traffic. I was going about like 35, 40, not okay. too fast. And same thing. It was just like a regular um, like turn. Yeah and i don't know what happened but before i knew it i was like rolling on the fucking highway oh, like i did like shit. four spins it was like the fastest thing ever so you
1: might have hit some loose gravel i'm yeah, assuming I, I, or some I, I, shit probably there's so much construction yeah you gotta I, like, be careful vehicles. of the fucking shoulders and stuff but especially like when you're making a turn yeah you always got to be cautious of like the 100%. shoulder or whatever because there's always loose shit there but yeah i i, oh. I kind of agree with it, if not when you know
0: I feel like on a bike you have to assume everyone around oh, you yeah, out is you. an infantile monkey oh, yeah. driving their car Yeah, yeah. yeah. or like oh, a teenage girl on her phone
1: yeah you just have to expect like i mean like so i learned actually learned how to ride a motorcycle in vietnam really so that was, yeah i did um and that's probably the gnarliest way to learn cuz like yeah that's the most hectic it's, place it's it's hectic so you yeah. just have to expect everyone to do the wildest shit you know so no, like what? you just expect someone to just make a u turn right in front of you like you know like that's you're always on your shit but it works somehow in vietnam i've seen those time lapse videos yeah man when i I first got there crossing the street was so stressful but then like you know as you're there you get it like you know you just watch this old fucking 80 year old lady just do it no problem you're like all right
0: and you just go with the flow i don't understand how they're like oh it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when how how do the tuk-tuks And how do these people, (laughs) dude, in Ecuador, the things I've seen done on a bike? Oh yeah, be like a family of twenty-five on on a a moped or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And driving on roads that are terrible, there's no lanes, and people are just, walking wah, wah, right, wah. Right, I'm like, right. Yo, and no one has a helmet on. Right, right. Yeah, they got
1: their two-year-old baby with them. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's how it is. Like holding them, And they, a, yeah. and I
0: never hear stories of these people getting... It's a matter of right. confidence
2: in your abilities, being right. aware, being alert, and I don't know. Right. I think that's what it comes down to. But
0: right. is it really... Like, realistically, take away the bias that both of you ride. Is it really a matter of trusting yourself? Because it's also a matter of... If you do it 365 days of the year right. and there's hundreds of drivers that you pass, only one of them has to be a fool. right? Right. It's just one of them. The other day I was riding with on the back with him. Some dude, we were doing nothing wrong. We were going 50 and some dude said, and almost merged yeah. into us. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with us or our confidence right. and everything to do with or even, him not being aware. Or right. even yesterday, it had nothing to do with me, but
2: I was on the Van Wick. And this 18-wheeler started merging lanes if it was, like, a sports car. And the dude, like, tried merging into a lane and didn't see that there was a car in that lane. And he, like, last second, like, yanked a right and the back, like, trailer fucking literally started drifting on the highway. And I caught, like, it was crazy, like, crazy whiff of rubber. I thought he was going to flip over. I'm not even kidding. It was, like, one of those, like, Final Destination movies. I thought that shit was going to start spinning in slow motion right in front of me. Like, that shit was crazy.
1: I mean, I think one of the main problems in America is, like and the difference between like South America and Asia and stuff, like drivers here just think they're entitled and like have the right of way. Always. always. Like, you know, I'm going the straight path. If anyone obstructs my, (laughs) my straight path, I'm going to fucking hit you. Where like in Asia, it's different. It's just like, Oh, this guy cut it in front of me, whatever. Like I'll slow down and Mm. just, you know, like not going to fucking get out of my car. and Yeah. Road rage is a big thing here. Yeah. Here it's like, I I, I noticed a huge difference. Like, you know, like, after traveling and stuff that, like, people here are just, like, fucking, like, they just really are psycho and just, like... Yeah. Uh, I think it has to do with, They're like, just, like, just yeah. their they're, they're right of way. They're, like, oh, it's my right of way. I'm going straight, this and that. Anybody who gets in front of me is, like, you know, I'm going to fucking hit them or, like, you know, whatever. Like, in Asia, it's just, like, it, everyone's, like, w- it, the, they work together. Like, yes. you know, when you drive in Asia or South America, like you drive together with people you work together and like, you know, if someone trying to cross this intersection, you just kind of slow down. They go whatever. But here it's like, you know, if anything gets in anybody's way game over, like I'm getting road rage, I'm fucking hitting you or whatever. Like it's,
0: it, yeah. you know. I think
2: a big part of it with road rage here, especially in New York city is, um, I think people live in such a tense environment where they have so much shit built up inside of them. It doesn't even have to do with the road rage. It's hostile. So yeah. when they have an opportunity to strike, which road rage is like pretty much a perfect opportunity because you can see the faults in somebody else's driving, they all that tension built up they just start spewing it out and that can lead to some crazy, you know, yeah. situations. I think
0: for the most part road rage is also it's almost like uh, keyboard warriors because <laughs> yeah, when you're walking on the street and someone gets in your way, you know, you you must move out of the way. Someone could even just stand there. You're walking, you're walking, they stop in front of you. You're like, yo, and then you move out of the way, even if they were a relatively large inconvenience. Right. You don't say anything. Someone could accidentally flat tire your shoe, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they could be like, oh, my fault. And you'd be like, it's all good, blah, blah, blah. But then the moment you're in a car, someone honks at you. Yo, who just honked at me? Right, right. (laughs) Yo, like, but if you were, if they, if, it's crazy, man. It, it really annoys yeah. me. When I was younger and I first got my license, yeah, yo, man, I would. Oh my god, I'm not even gonna. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was insane, man. And yeah, like, I really don't like that. I really don't like that. Uh, that road rage thing. And like in America, yeah, it's like in 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 Europe. I mean, uh, in Asia, the culture's more unified. There's yeah. more of an idea of what can I do for the for right. everyone. Yeah, We're there's all no in idea this together. of
1: personal space in Asia and shit like that. Like you know. Like, you go to Chinatown and shit, it's, it's like Asia there sometimes, or even Jackson Heights and shit, like, Mm -hmm. traffic is wild, but everyone's just kind of doing their thing, and, you know, like, personal space-wise, like, someone just be right up on your shoulder, like, in line, like, and cut right in front of you, Mm -hmm. type shit, but, like, that's how it is, like, you just kind of, like, flow with shit, and then, versus, like, here, like, you know, like, people are just, I think they're just so, like, pissed off that, like, they had to follow the straight line they were told to follow. And if you don't follow that straight line, then fuck you. I'm getting pissed at you type thing. Cause like, I feel like it's so suppressed that like, you know, people in America just like are given all these laws and rules and like, and and all these things to tell them what to do and what they can't do. And then like, once they see someone else like breaking those or whatever, (laughs) they flip out and they're like, what the fuck? He can't do that. That's illegal or, or, or whatever. Like, you know, like, hey, he can't just like go around this way. Like I've seen it. Like people have gotten tight at me for just like, doing certain things where i'm like yo fuck this i ain't waiting for this line or like fuck this like i'm not like you know waiting for this Mm -hmm. bullshit i'm just gonna cut in front of everyone (laughs) type shit and they'll get tight or or whatever but i'm just like you know
2: fuck it especially on a motorcycle you have the ability to literally
1: go through things and right and some some cars get pissed and i'm like yo i'm a bike don't get mad at me you're sitting in traffic like it's funny because if they were
2: in your position on that bike they would do the exact same thing why would they wait it makes no sense but i've like you said i've seen people i've been in situations where people literally get so mad and they like almost hit me yeah they, they tried it the yeah, they
0: intentionally
1: and, try and to hit pull you because they a red light that you're not following the traffic rules
2: we'll pull up to a red light and i'll be like it's bullshit and i'll be like yo what was that like you literally almost killed me he's like oh like we should all follow the road together i'm like are you kidding me and i couldn't even <laughs> yeah. handle the stupidity i just like yeah, yeah, rode yeah. Away. you
0: ever thought about leaving new york
1: Oh, yeah, all the fucking time, you know.
0: I know um, Mateo thinks about it a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we're on the same page, you know. Um, you know, I've lived here for a while, and, you know, you know, when you travel, it kind of opens your eyes to, like, seeing that, like, you know, you have this idea that America is, like, land of the free, it's the greatest, or that's what they will like you to see and think. But it's funny, when you travel to these other countries or, like, you know, and, and you, America portrays this thing, oh, it's a dirty third world place, and and it's poverty, and they're communist, and you can't do this or that, but it's like, yo, honestly, every time I travel to like a third world country, or like, you know, like a fucking, anywhere, really, honestly, even Europe, you know, it's like, you have kind of way more freedom, to do, like, your life, like, be who you are, and do your life, things, like, nowhere in the world will you get a fucking ticket or arrested for drinking a beer. You know, like you're an adult. I, you know, you should be able to drink yeah. what the fuck you want to drink. Um, so I, yeah, I did notice that huge difference when I'm in like, you know, Asia or something like I definitely have way more freedom mm-hmm. in a sense of like, just at, like for, at least for my like living day to day things, you know, yeah. like, you know, people can have food carts on the sidewalk and stuff without fucking police harassing them and shit you know here it's regulation yeah it's it's the regulation part in america like it's very controlled if like if america's not get if you're making money in any type way or form and they're not getting a piece of it it's it's going to be a problem for you like i know so many tattooers who have like traveled from other countries and try to tattoo here and then get their shit taken at the airport or like you know like get shit for it and they're like i've traveled to so many countries never had any problem tattooing there they never even like give me shit but every time i hear someone come here and try to do that shit they get their shit taken like you know this and that like they get you know they get in trouble they get in trouble for i've heard of someone going to jail for it like for, so, for trying big, to tattoo here
2: big mafia
0: yeah yeah the so, thing is it's like all you know all the empires eventually fall and i think that america has a lot of good to it but also as time goes on especially now it's the time is revealing to us the, the serious flaws that yeah. this place has and the, the corporations and the powers that be are too invested in the old way to say, okay, let's change. It's, it's, it's too much. You have to change so much, so many things yeah. that we're doing wrong. It's just, it's just too much. You know, even just the hostility here. Why does this country that has the most money should have, in theory, I guess, the most happiness or the most peace have the most school shootings where a random deranged person will say like, I think I'll do it now. And like just grabs a gun and starts mopping a bunch of people that they probably don't know most of them. That is the most crazy idea. You know, humanity has existed for over 70,000 years. And this is like a very new thing, a blink in time. And it's happening in concentration right now. If you think about it like that, it's pretty wild. And it makes you really think, Yo, what is going on? Like, why here? Why here yeah. and why now? And what is this like... You know, there shouldn't be a gene in th- that like selects for this for this to be happening. Right, right. And it doesn't happen that often in terms of like... Yeah, it happens often because when it happens, it's an extreme event. But in terms of right. the amount of people living in a place, it's like less than 0.0000001% yeah. that it happens. But why here and, and why now? It's, right. it's nuts. And when I go to another country, obviously not all of them, but a lot of them... It's, I swear, it is not just because I live here and the grass is greener. I know, like, I'll, I spend a relatively a big portion of time in Ecuador every year. Okay. And when I go there, you know, when you're walking on the street here, or at least the city that I'm from, and there's a group of other people, they will look at you. And if you look at them, they're going to ask you what you're looking at. Right. And there's going to be something about it. And you have to be ready in Ecuador. And, uh, no, in my, oh. where I'm from, oh. not not New York. Oh, okay, okay. And then when I see when I see like when I go to Ecuador yeah. and in New York too, but just no nowhere near as much. Right, right. But right. like cuz there's people actually doing things like going to their jobs and they have right, don't have right. time to be doing that kind of stuff. But then when I go to Ecuador, I remember I went to a bowling alley with uh my my family, like my, my cousins and stuff and I remember seeing a group of kids. And I remember thinking to myself like, yo, they're not even paying attention to like us when we walked in or like looking over their shoulders and they don't care. There's no sense of like, yo. And as soon as I landed back, I (laughs) went to, I went to like uh, Paris and Barcelona. Yeah. um, one time. And I, as soon as I landed back, I get in the I get in the thing and some dude's like with his car and he's like fuck out the way <laughs> And I just remember thinking like yo I was just in another place for like a month and right. I d di- didn't experience that once. Right. And right. as soon as I get here it's like,
1: yo move, yo Yeah, yeah. Hurry up. Yeah. It's exactly how it always is. When it's I come crazy. Back. Yeah. It's
0: supposed this is like the this is the richest country. Right. And I'm not saying that money equates to happiness, but why is this happening?
1: I think I think just in America, like you're just everybody in everybody's just constantly getting fucked one way or another. (laughs) Like, no, seriously, like taxes for one, like it's insane. Taxes here are insane. You know, like the taxes, like it's just, it's just, it's it's like criminal, you know, Mm -hmm. just fucking charging people to fucking live or, or whatever, or Mm -hmm. make money. It's just, I don't know. I think, I think just in other countries, they're not getting fucked with as much from the government for doing their day to day things like, Mm -hmm. you know, like again, like, you know, like, like, simple things like having a beer on the street, taking a piss, or whatever the fuck it is. Like, you know, like, really simple things, like, in any other country, whatever, no one gives a fuck. Like, it's not a big deal. You're not hurting anyone. But mm-hmm. here, it's like, you know, you fucking jaywalk in some states, or whatever the fuck it is. Like, you're harassed by the police, or, or the government for for not paying taxes, or, or you didn't pay this fucking parking ticket because you parked five minutes past your meter or you know like really crazy shit everything here is like so fucking regulated and taxed that i think like people are just like so used to being fucked with every mm. fucking day that they just like take it out on each other and shit like mm-hmm. you know what i mean
2: a hundred percent i think yeah. a big part of it also is the influence from um like the tv like the news channels and stuff because when i went to germany for example and when i lived with my aunt there for a few months I don't I've never seen them watch the news. They know uh, it's right. not really a thing. I don't know if maybe yeah. they're a little bit older or something but like no one really like is influenced that much by what the government is telling them. I think they just live their own lives and take care of their own, you know, aspects of what they're doing. But here I feel like a lot of people they rely on the news for certain, like what's going on, what's the current events, like the disasters, right, all right. that stuff. I think it takes like a big weight on your subconscious. Also, you walk around with all that. You know, you're almost paranoid to step outside. Yeah. If you watch the news for an hour, because there's so much negative shit going on. And but in other countries, like I don't really see that going on. People are like so friendly. People, just random right. people, saying hi to me. Yeah. yeah Being from yeah. New York, I'm like, what? Why did Why did he do <laughs> yeah, that? Does yeah. he want something from me? Like, because right, right, yeah. here, like when someone says hi to you, it's followed by, "Can I have a dollar?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But Buy there, my mixtape. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> yeah. But there, they're genuinely. Wondering how you're doing And just yeah. complete strangers They would stop and talk to you for an hour Give yeah. you what you need It's insane We were very disconnected from that I think
0: here And that's not the dis- direction we're supposed to go Yeah, yeah, I agree I don't understand the, the whole tax thing Like, you know I feel like if there was If we're in control of a certain amount of money And let's say that I know that some of the things America will buy Are just insanely expensive So my my chimp brain can't handle mm-hmm. like that number but the way I see it is that just in in New York alone, there's um how many people nine million people? Yeah, Probably like ten million by now. 10 by now. Yeah. yeah. So if we got charged a dollar every day per tax, that's three hundred sixty five dollars a year, they'd have 3 hundred sixty five million times eight dollars right. per the state of <laughs> New York. Okay, that's a lot. And okay, I'm sure that some of the things they buy are like in the billions or whatever. Right. But like, why do they have to be in the billions? Why don't we just shift the thingies so that like right, right, this right. thingy that cost a billion now costs only like a few thousand? So everything can work in in congruence in, in unity. Like it's like a harmonious, right. a harmonious flow of of how things work. No, this thing has to cost this much, so we have to tax people this much, because like yeah, the taxes are. Yeah, that's, that's well, funny. yeah, you,
1: every, every day, like, you buy a fucking drink at the bodega, or whatever the fuck it is, you're taxed. Yeah. Everything you do, Everything. you're taxed on which is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I don't know, it's just, it's greed. It's, it's like, the whole capitalism part of America. It's like, you know, no one becomes mayor or councilman to yeah. really be like, <laughs> actually helpful to the community. Yeah. It's like, they're trying to be f- fucking make money. No yeah. one's taking that yeah. big responsibility power to be trip. fucking yeah. poor. Like, they're trying to profit and make tons of fucking money. Mm. And,
0: like, that word, bro, you know, tax, it's like, it's we have a joke, like, you know, do you know who Harry Jumanji is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. they used to call him, like, the tax man of the Lower East Side, <laughs> he'd come through, like, do a thingy for you, Yeah, yeah. and then he'd charge you for it, <laughs> and it almost, Classic. it's like, Classic. he's like, it's like. at that, least you're getting something for it. So, yeah, you know but that I mean? word like, tax, it almost, like, equates to, like, a finesse. Right, right. Or, uh, like, uh, RD, what did he say his crew was called, like, <laughs> like, the tax, like, they'd come through and just, like, tax everyone. <laughs> it's like, yo, we're getting taxed yeah. every day of our lives, man. Damn. and i'm not saying taxes aren't necessary but like mm. yo we're getting extreme with it but well, i was looking I mean? at my
2: pay stub just today i got paid and i was just sitting there in silence looking at these numbers and it nothing made sense it's like all the subtractions it was like six different things like 160 dollars there right 50 there 20 dollars. i'm like what is this like i didn't right. vote for this I exactly didn't yeah like, i didn't agree to didn't have agree these to of this. fucking things like, yeah it's bullshit but you don't have a choice <laughs>
1: yeah. but that's you know that's what the great mm-hmm. thing about I guess tattooing and shit is mm-hmm. like I don't you know like I just make straight cash like I mm-hmm. I, I report what I want mm-hmm. to ba- report. Turn it back. Turn it back on. If it, on it. if it shut
0: off, is the is uh, the flip shut off? Sorry. No,
1: you good? The memory, dud.
0: It's definitely not the memory.
1: Yo, can I take a bathroom
0: break? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, you want to just end it? It's been an hour. Yeah, and 10. yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right, yo. Um, thank you so much for fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah doing this no, for thank us, you bro. Guys. For real, I really yeah. enjoyed this. Yeah, so much.
1: It's great being on Yo, the don't show. pay your taxes, man. <laughs> I <No>. never do. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I never fuck do. the system in the end, you know what I'm saying? All right, yo,
0: everyone, Sifu, <laughs> peace. Words of the wise. Later.